0: a further review yeah kind of came out with a little bit of uh some creepy music because this is a kind of a creepy topic and kind of an annoying topic that we're about to talk about and david shared with me what am i looking at here david yeah it's class of 2033 player watch what is this this is top 25 scouts scouts scouts.com it's the March Madness Tournament. It's great. It's first through eighth, $300 per team or $250 multi-team discount. Where did you find this at?
1: Okay, so this is something that was linked to. So I was on social media kind of look like looking at stuff through Combine. And there was a clip about a fourth grader on that list. Mm-hmm. Kind of that was going viral and saying, you know, in the post, it said, um, can't remember the ranking, but he was in the top 10. Of the top, you know, class of 2033. So I was like, first of all, what are we talking? About? Like you, like what are we doing here? Class of 33. So I did some researching, and this was this was the list that I found. And sure enough, there is this list. And so, kind of in my social media, um, I was curious, just kind of what others thought about this before, you know, before we got. To the show, and so I posed this question to former NBA player and former St. John Jesuit player uh, John Amici. and he basically, uh, when I asked him what what is the value of this or I uh, doesn't make sense to rank kids,
0: when did, you ask early, this? It, when did you ask him this? When
1: would you ask him this? this was when was this? This was Thursday. Oh, you talked to him? Yeah. You know, so March no, yesterday, March 3rd
0: mm-hmm. So you talked to so, Anamichi. Jan-
1: Jan- this was on Twitter, so not like formal oh, okay, okay. conversation. But yeah, mm-hmm. just you know, it doesn't make sense to rank or rate basketball players in elementary school or is this just going to do more harm than good? And he bit, and his reply was I can see that it makes sense to label prize shadow as early as possible, just not for the kids. Mm-hmm. And my response to that, um, and adults running these quote unquote ranking sites Was looking at that, it's questionable for sure. Seemingly, I've traded the moral compass for the sad life for traveling to and analyzing elementary school basketball camps. and kids can't even enjoy playing basketball anymore without some random adult putting a name, image, and likeness value on them. And so I'm like, they're in fourth grade. Like, we don't know how tall they're going to be. We don't know if they're going to fall in love with another sport. We don't know if they even love the game, which we've talked about this show on all the time, where, you know, they're just out there having fun because of something fun to do that keeps them in shape with friends. Like, what's the point of these... And on that same list, you know, they they do it up to, you know, class of 27, and then up to 33. There was a broken link for the class of 34, top 25. Like, what are we doing here? Like, we're putting all this undue pressure, because... These kids see this, and then they, because most of these kids, unfortunately, are in elementary school and have Twitter accounts. They post it, and the parents post it on camp. Look at my kid; he's ranked such and such. You know, going to be the next insert NBA superstar. Like, like, what are we doing here? We're saying what we're doing is sending these kids up for a massive letdown when they don't live up to their expectations that adults put on them, instead of allowing them to really grow the game. Because, again, they're in fourth grade. They're not going to have, like, there's going to be some diamonds in the rough that are, are the stream of the crop that we get to see. And they turn out to be these superstars in high school. But we have some time. Like, let them grow into the game. Let them actually learn the game instead of put them in all these tournaments where it's, oh, let's, let's get a viral clip and then put this out on social media.
0: David, David, you know what it's all about. And that's all it's about. It's about the Benjamins, baby. It's about cash, and, and, and I. I <sighs> it's about chasing clout. It's about chasing the bag. It's pimping kids. I've said this on the show before. I see it all the time, and guess what? There's a bunch of suckers out there. These the the reason why this stuff pops up because you got parents. That don't live in reality uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's no point of ranking a fourth grader nobody no college coach gives a rapidity rip dip rat's ass about your fourth grader because like you said you there's the the, the, hey, the college coaches don't give a rippity dip rat's ass. About some of these 17 U players. And they're the next line in college. We've said this numerous times on the show. College coaches, it's it, it's it's becoming like the pros. With the transfer portal, it's like free agency. I'm not going to. Here's the thing. I'd rather get a kid that I know. And there's d- different reasons why kids transfer. It could be because they don't like it. It could be a mutual parting of ways. It could be that the other team just says, hey, we're recruiting over you. might be best suited for you to uh, transfer. But at the end of the day, the coaches know that, you know, I'm going to get a kid that's going to help me win right away or it's going to help build the program right away. I don't have to groom you. And, and, and that's how college coaches are looking at it. Unless you're a can't-miss prospect, not a lot of schools are going to be looking at high school kids. That's just the reality of it, because there's, there's there's the adjustment period. You're not just like the NBA, and I thought about this, and I've talked about this with some people. You're not going to win with a young team if your team is much of freshman and sophomore, You ain't winning. And congratulations to the uh, the men's team, uh, you know, sealing the MAC regular season championship for the third straight time. But if you look at their roster, it's a lot of transfers on the team. Guys that have already gone to some other program, they've gotten in the weight room at another college program. They've gone on, they did all the hard work, and then they say, "Oh, I'm out of here." You pick them up, get them in your system. You're ready to go. Think about it. Their their top players, I believe, are mostly transfers. That's where the game is going, and and it just it may, it amazes me that these parents and I get it. It's their kids, and you're proud of your kid, and you want to show your kid off, but you're getting pimped. You're getting pimped, No, and maybe because people want to live that lifestyle and say, you know, I don't know what the future's going to bring, but I'm going to enjoy this clout and this this somewhat celebrity and, and, and ride it home. But there's no reason, like you said, to be ranking kids. Let the kids... Enjoy the game and, and let the love of the game grow before you're trying to grow your clout. That's why a lot of kids get burnt out and don't want to play anymore. Because you you've made it into a business already. And you've you you take the fun out of it. There's like I said, there's no there's kids that can barely dribble. There's probably a kid that's not even on this ranking that doesn't give a damn about basketball, that's probably watching cartoons right now figuring themselves out and probably will like the game of basketball probably around 8th grade and probably could be the number 1 pick in that class of 2033 you don't know stop ranking the, it, 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 like i said it's all of, it, it, it's it's become a circus and it and it's and it's it's sad it's really really sad because i think maybe I don't know about other sports. Football is kind of difficult because football people know is to get to the NFL, you got to have that grown man body. You, you you can't really. It's weird with football. You, you, you don't get it as much in football as you do with basketball. Baseball's kind of bad too, um, but you go through a minor league system with baseball. Baseball's a little hard. Um, to. to, to to really see a major league prospect I'm trying to think hockey obviously hockey has youth leagues but but basketball you get guys that unfortunately aren't in it for the culture they're not in it for the game they're in it for themselves and to use people and it's always been around trust me even when i was growing up you always had those shady guys or you can watch uh, Hoop Dreams. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, and they they had the uh, heavyset black dude that was trying to recruit for the Catholic schools. He'd come in there in the inner cities and, and and get kids. But 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 it's now on a whole different level because it's too much. It's too much. These, these who cares twenty thirty three? Come on, we're, we're, we're there's kids in twenty twenty three that not even are still trying to get recruited. Coach is trying to look for, you know, especially at the lower levels. You know, they're looking for kids that maybe had a really good senior season. Nobody cares about class of 33. And I got a buddy of mine. He's a good guy. And he's got a son that's really good. Now, I kind of warned him. I said, don't get caught up in the hype. Don't get caught up playing you know, all these AAU tournaments going around. Enjoy it. Have, let them just have fun with it. If you get ranked, you get ranked. But I I think people get so caught up in the silly, stupid stuff, and in the end of the day, the, per, the 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 person that loses is the kid. Really, I I've seen it. It's it's the kid. I I think for one, there's too many tournaments. There's a lot of I hate to say a lot of ass basketball being played. You can tell who's the elite of the elite. Um, and the youth is kinda I like the youth. Now I, I do understand people say, well, you know, it keeps them out of trouble. It does things. I, I'm all for that. But when you start trying to make a profit off of kids, that's where it gets I think it crosses the line. I think it's somewhat borderline sick. I don't know what your thoughts are, but I I, I think this is sick.
1: Yeah like even kind of with the camp that's happening on that, that page mentioned, you know, the camp that's happening right now in Cincinnati, like what, like what other than prize money for these adults and all these like youth travel leagues, whatever, like, yeah, it's becoming a business and we can, we've had conversations about how that kind of evolves and grows up into all these kids being put in the AAU system. And, how AAU basically is its own beast. It well, becomes
0: AAU, <sighs> it, it was made really back in the day. AAU was the kids that always got cut. So it was an outlet for kids to, to you know be on the team. Kind of like CYO back in the day. If you didn't make your high school team, at least you would play in CYO. And it, it got the things to do. But I think it's gotten to the point now where people want profitability. And, and, and let's face it, People pay for that stuff. I I, I laugh because I, I've been watching some video because you know AAU season is starting up for me, and I believe if, if you're not part of the one percent, and I mean when the one percent, you're not on a shoe circuit. It, 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 you you start to see the level. There's levels to this game. There's some levels to this game, and for me. You know, where I coach at, and, and let's, I'll be honest with you, and people don't know this, there's very limited talent in the city of Toledo. People think that their their kid is good. No, your kid's not good. If you think your kid is good, you don't do enough traveling. You don't. Know, there's not a lot of Division I players around here. I hate I hate to tell people that. There's not. But, but then again, when you say that, then people call you a hater and they want to shut you up. I mean, even Darren Cohn will probably agree with me on that. You, when you travel... You need to travel. And one of my goals as an AAU coach and and the the AAU associations that I've been attached with is I say, look, I don't care what team you give me. I don't. But don't put me in the grab-back special uh, tournaments. What I mean by grab-back special tournament is, 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 and you know who they are. I'm not going to put them on blast. But you know who they are where the guy is just collecting money from teams He's not putting nothing into the tournament. You, 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 the schedule's off. They're telling you one time, then the other time is, is is getting changed. You're putting in teams that aren't very serious that aren't showing up, and then you're getting to the to the games and the team forfeits. You're just seeing a lot of ratchet ratchetness. No, it, it, it's, it's just divisive. So. And I've been doing this for four years, and really, to be honest with you, three out of four years because of COVID knocked us out. I, you know, I, the, one of the, the things that I suggest is that, and I, I somewhat know the tournaments, and I said, no, nah, I try to be realistic. I'm a type of guy that, you know, I I like prep hoops. It's a tournament that where basically you get to travel around. It's an actual independent circuit. Uh, the schedule, the teams you're going to play, actually are decent competition. And you're going to play on time. It's a showcase event. The difference between regular tournaments and showcase events is that in showcase events, you just play four games. You're not playing for meaningless trophies. Basically, it's four games, showcase event. You're taking your team versus this team, and you're trying to see where you match up as a basketball player. Those are the type of tournaments you need to be going to, almost like the five-star camps. Any NBA pro will tell you on their podcast, Man, I was the man where I was at. Then I went to five star camp, and it was a reality that, dude, I need to really work on my game. I'm not where I need yeah. to be. If I need to, if, if if the if the college, I don't give a damn what you want to do. If you want to get past high school, you need to go against the competition to compare your game to know where you need to be going. And that's that's just just my philosophy as an AAU coach. That's what I do. Is that and, and in the last couple of years. My players and parents have told me, oh, wow, I didn't know it was like this out here. I said, yeah, you might get slaughtered, but I'm trying to put you – this is your goals, and I ask the kids every year what your goals to do. Some kids, they want to go to the next level. Some kids just want to be a great varsity player. There's nothing wrong with that, wherever the career you're going. But I need you – I want to match you up against other kids, not around in the local area, and see where your game compares and – If you want to get better as a player, sometimes even as a person, you got to know what your weaknesses are. And you got to hit that bit of reality. And a lot of times, more times than not, in the beginning, some of the parents and players are upset because they're getting their head knocked off, but by the end of the year, when they see the growth and how much better they've gotten, they realize, you know, man, there's a different world outside of Toledo, Ohio. A basketball, and and I need to really, if I really want to be good at something or great at this game, I got to put in that work. That that's me. But but then again, like you, we've said in the earlier segment, I'm a diehard guy, and I'm about the basketball culture. Unfortunately, there's culture vultures that are in the, in, in this business, and they put out this garbage here of, of the top rankings and stuff like that. And these people chase this dream, and then next thing you know, you got kids hopping from team to team. I've seen. Parents chasing trophies. I don't want to be on that team unless they win a trophy. Who uh, who cares? Like my cousin. Is your kid getting better? Yeah, my cousin coached ten years ago. His my my, his son, and they won a lot of trophies. Guess where those trophies are at? Some of them are downstairs in a moldy basement. Nobody cares if you won the pick your nose tournament back in twenty thirteen in the sixth grade division. Nobody cares. You're probably going to throw, you get a medal, you take a picture, you put it on Facebook, you get a whole bunch of likes. In two years, you don't even know where that damn medal's at. You don't. It's in some box. But people get all enamored with that crap and think that that it's really cool. And I try tried, I tried to tell people, you're getting pimped. And As I said before, I I am very picky with the tournaments I go to. I like the four game showcases. I don't have to worry about and there's politics involved too, you know. I I've been in some of these tournaments. Well, this is the, 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 the this is the best tournament, and such and such and such. And it's 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 it, you you get in these tournaments. I will say the only one that I like with, with tournament play is the the Bill Hensley one at Spice. Well now they don't really play at Spice. And but everybody, you know, the thing is that Spice is in Fort Wayne. Uh, they don't really play at Spice Fieldhouse as much anymore. They play at the newer facilities. Um, but that's the only one, but that's where shoe teams and, and independents play each other. And you just go out there and you play and you, you met me, you know, it's a reality check that, you know, the dudes that are on these shoe teams, they legit. Some of them are legit. You know, some people think, "Oh, I could should be able to play on a shoe team." No, you, no, you're you're not on that level. And then when they finally play them, oh, I see what you mean, coach. Yeah, you see what I mean. That's the only one I like. But other than that, other these all these other off brands, it, it's it's it, it, it's annoying. I I I've even had stories where I was in a tournament, and they guaranteed that you know I was coaching seventeen U boys. Well, you know that's the top of the top boys. We were supposed to be at the, the, the best event, which was at the Cedar Point Complex. And then and the, the person that ran it said, Yeah, this is where you, the, the, the boys are going to be all day, every day. And it was a boys and girls tournament, and it's so many teams in it. And what happened was, somehow, someway, a couple hours before we were supposed to play, oh, by the way, you got to go out to Lorraine, Ohio. Okay and then the guy said oh well you know you guys will be out there the whole weekend or at first he said we'll be out in Lorraine on Saturday then Sunday we're going back to Cedar Point Complex now you remember the Cedar Point Complex had just been built at the time okay cool whatever go out to Lorraine we play I kid you not Sunday morning oh a change you gotta go all the way up to Cleveland now wait a minute now, you, you said specifically when we signed up for the tournament that we were staying in Sandusky at the Cedar Point Complex. Now, all of a sudden, it's changed to Lorraine, Ohio, which is another 20 minutes from Sandusky. Now, you got us going to Westlake High School, which is another 30 minutes away from Lorraine. So, almost, I'm driving an hour 42 hours, which I wasn't really expecting to do over the weekend, to Cleveland, Ohio. That's the stuff that I don't like. You're just taking people's money and you're slapping some stuff together and it's like, okay, whatever. Nah. Nah, bro. Taking people – and and trust me, there's guys that run these organizations. This is all they do all year. They work between March and August. And you'd be surprised the figures some of these guys make. I would tell you I've heard numbers of between March. In August, because then AAU basketball is over. But usually, the youth league, like the youth, the youth AAU is starting right now. This weekend is like one of the first weekends that really AAU was kicking in. In and then high school start later on this month or the first weekend. Really, the last part of March and the first weekend of April are the same in the same calendar week. So later on this month, in the beginning of April, starts the high school from March. To late the last week of July, there's some of these directors or these scouting services that make bring home I'm talking about bring home close to a million dollars and that's all they do all year they 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 start to plan their events get them all together and they the only hard work is between March and July and they make close to a million dollars crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, it's the business of it. And when it works well, you can see it. And when it doesn't work well. No, no, no. Well, it's going to
0: work. It's going to work well. It works well for the people putting on the event because they're making money. And the thing about it is they're making money. And you can tell the shady events. Yeah. When you you start, and like I said, there's levels to it, there's levels. And, And when first getting in the game, I you know I didn't know much but anything but as more and more as I've done this and I'm getting exposure and stuff like that and you start going to different events you start to see things you know which tournaments to stay away from there's people that claim we got college coaches at these events how are you going to have college coaches there and it's not even a live period you can't have coaches there if it's not during a live period and what 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 coaches are going to come to these events You know the events that the once you start to get into this, you start to know where, but these people will put stuff out there. Oh, uh, you know, and it's one of their buddies that's like an assistant of the assistant there. And they're not even really looking for any players. People know where to get the players at, you know, Mm -hmm. Girl Side, Run for the Roses. That's an event, you know, that that I've gone to where you, you, like, I've seen Kim Mulkey there. Gino R.E.M. has been there. I mean, those are events that you go to where there's legit – like, I really literally sat – now, this was when I went on the girls' side. Now, the boys' side, more or less, the the, the coaches go to the shoe circuits, and I haven't been to a shoe circuit event. Obviously, our teams aren't good enough to do that. But, you know, the shoe circuit's not as big on the girls' side. There's a lot of great independents. But if you go to a thing called Run for the Roses, which is in Louisville, usually right after the 4th of July – you could be sitting next to Dawn Staley. Gets a red eye, goes and sees a, a, a one player. Probably sits there for one game. Herp, she's gone. You'll see Trisha. I've seen Trisha Cull up there. Robin Fraley. I mean, there's there's a who's who of people there. Head coaches, assistants, whoever is there. But then you go to some of these rinkadink tournaments, and these these the directors claim that there's coaches there. And there's no coaches there. First of all, the talent's not even here you know i've been to tournaments i've been to i've been to um like there was last year it was a it was a it was a, it was a, it was a an event i'm not going to say the name of the event but they had it in june everybody knows june is high school month you go back to your high school teams and plus nowadays the ncaa is trying to get more recruiting through the high school teams and the aau clubs cuz you don't know who to trust But it was an event this person put on and was saying, oh, the college coach is going to be there. You know, damn college coaches coming here. Now, in a couple of weeks, they'll be at your facility because there's going to be an event that's a live period that's for high school teams getting in the event. But they're not coming to this event. And, I mean, you could see the people that just were on the hook, line, and sinker thinking that somebody was going to come watch their kid. And you're playing against kids who – have jerseys that have, they don't have real jerseys. They took a white t-shirt from Walmart and used Sharpie to put a number on it. Ain't nobody coming Mm -hmm. to watch those kids. Or you got a kid that's playing in Windbreaker. Running shoes in a Windbreaker. Come on. Nobody's watching these teams. Just stop it. Or a kid hooping in jean shorts. Yeah. It's it's, it's just ridiculous. And and I feel bad. I don't I don't know if I want to feel bad for the, for, for the parents anymore because there's so many resources to to look up stuff, to know who or what organizations to be attached to or whatnot. But you get people that just, you know, there's ignorance. You know, there's, there's, there's actually some good organizations that really help out kids. But then you got, you know, some of these parents that want a big time organizations because they don't have the social media clout and i and and at the end of the day I, as I say before, the kid loses the kid loses all the time, so like I said, you know i, I you know it's just this counting the cash all the way to the bank just, just, just counting those Benjamins baby, and then you know you get to some of those tournaments that don't even get uh really good referees. You know, because a real referee knows that you know I'm gonna come in here and make some money. Most real referees are only gonna do three games tops for the day. I mean, that's too much. After after three games, it's too much going up and down that court. But you got some of these referees, and you know, then the varsity refs they're gonna they're gonna ask for decent money. You know, they're gonna be like, "Look, man, if you don't pay me 150 bucks in the day, I'm not coming to do that." But you get these young refs, and I get it. To be a referee, just like a basketball player. You want to work on your game and everything like that. So you want to get games, but they overwork some of these refs where they got them working six, seven games for only like twenty bucks. You get twenty bucks a game, so yeah. you get you get that. And then I, I said, you know, they're they're green and they're gonna make mistakes. And you got some of these overzealous fans trying to threaten people, and it's just it's just a circus. Just this this circuit and, and a lot of these directors don't care as long as once i got your cash oh well they'll bug and hound you and then once they get the cash you don't hear from them or if you have a complaint or you need to have something that's a schedule change they it, it seem like they don't even want to help you so you know i like i said it, it's very sickening and, I, and I, I think they just need to stop but then again though they're not going to stop until people wisen up about it. If you got a consumer base and you got people who are literally just throwing money at you for these rankings and, and, and just fulfill whatever clout they're chasing or chasing the bag or whatever, you're always going to have a business like this.
1: Yeah. And the adults that are running these sites are going to keep going after that business because they know that, you know, As long as they can keep pumping this kid, hey, you know, this kid, we've been eyeing them since so and so. Parents are going to drive that and they're just going to keep the name in the cycle. And yeah, it's just going to keep it going until you know whatever that, you know, apex is. Yeah. If, if the parents don't care, it's going to keep happening. And unfortunately, yeah, the parents only care about, Hey, my, my kid was ranked such and such is on social media my kid's going to get to the top and you know dollar dollar bills <laughs>
0: and then there's politics in it um like I said I I've, I've been I've been been watching a lot of things on, on on YouTube and there's this one guy he played for FGCU and I I've been watching it and, and he says the things that he's learned from the EYBL segment actually let me see if I can play this again oh um, why do I do it all hold on you know, this is Brian Thomas the second. I'm trying. Was it? Was it this one? It might be. I'll, I'll go with this. Uh, let's just take a. Yes, we'll take a quick look. Listen to this from Brian Thomas. What he's learned from from this as the, the ads play. But it it's, it's kind of interesting what you learn from. Um, now, this is actually from the EYBL and UAA. So there's actual. These are people that play. They're actually pretty good players. Today
2: we're going to be talking about things that I learned from going to the UAA circuit, as well as things that I learned from when I went to Peach Jam, EYBL. We're going to be talking about the differences in terms of talent level, effort level, everything that I saw. Just to give you guys an edge, just in case at some point you end up playing in the UAA or EYBL, you guys are going to know what to expect a little bit early. Also, we're going to talk about things that I saw You know, off the court, certain brands only recording certain players. Bigger names, we're also going to talk about that because something crazy happened when I was there that honestly solidified for me a lot of these basketball brands who record highlights and things like that or create rankings don't actually watch these players, let's talk about it. So like I said, first, we're gonna talk about things that I noticed off the court, not only in EYBL Peach Gym, but also at the UAA circuit as well. And that's, you know, videographers, people recording the games, only recording the big names. And that's not the only part about it, right? I would watch a game with a big name player. I'm talking about the entire baseline is full of people recording the game, right? And this big name player might've lost the game. He might've played bad, but I check Instagram while I'm still in the gym. And I'm watching his three or four highlights from the game. I'm like, why are they making it seem like this player just won and he played well? Go to another gym with a quote-unquote big-name player and the same thing happens. Literally, I don't want to name any names, but I'm talking about some big-name players had some pretty bad performances, but I check Instagram and I'm literally seeing just highlights, three or four highlights from a game where they played really bad. These highlights that these brands are putting out are not realistic at all like a lot of them honestly aren't even watching the game they're watching for highlights to see what can go viral on the internet and this is both with UAA and EYBO. I saw this at both sessions let me actually take it a step further so I'm in the gym watching a player I'm not going to name because he is going to rise up my 2023 top 10 rankings when I re-release the updated version this dude sitting in front of me he sees me recording for the vlog and he goes yeah I'm looking for so-and-so player he's supposed to be playing on this court in front of us right The player that he was looking for is a four star with a pretty decent following name. And I'm like, how does this dude not know who this player is? He goes, yeah, so-and-so brand wanted me to come record him right quick. This brand that he was talking about has, I don't know how many million followers on Instagram. I'm talking about big, big name. And that just solidified to me in my head, bro, these dudes do not be watching these players at all. At all. I actually had to tell him about the five star, again, the player that's going to rise up my rankings The five star that was on the other team I had to tell him about. And then he started recording him. So when y'all see these rankings and you see all these highlights, do not believe the hype. This is why I tell you guys, you should not be trying to chase mixtapes and chase rankings. A lot of the people who create these things don't actually watch these players, which is why you have a lot of players who you don't know about all of a sudden blow up at the last second and people are like oh where did he come from people just weren't actually watching the games so that's just the stuff off the court that i noticed the media these days isn't really about finding the best player it's about finding the most popular player the player that will go the most viral once i upload this clip of him dunking on court though we'll start with the ua
0: you hear that
1: david yeah yeah i mean pretty much wrapped up and something that we said a couple weeks ago it's all about highlights it's what highlight can go viral the quickest and get the most likes. That's the kid that's gonna end up at the you know, with the big deals because everyone's like, Oh, this my school it has to bring in man, And you know. So it tells you, don't yeah. believe the hype in the rankings.
0: They're just trying to look for the most popular kids. So that's why I said this twenty thirty three rankings or whatever this crap is, I yeah don't I wouldn't I wouldn't pay attention to it.
1: Oh, oh! I'm definitely not because I guarantee that. Kind of within five years, half of these kids probably even aren't going to be on this list because they got beat up by another kid at some other camp, and then you know they just drop and drop and drop. But yeah,
0: yeah. Any final thoughts?
1: Yeah, yeah. Just don't. Yeah, don't rank kids. Don't even think about. Just go out and have fun. Just enjoy learning the game. Enjoy playing with your friends at that age, even even at the you know AU level. Just enjoy the game, learn, have fun, and improve your craft. That's all you can do. Yeah, everything that. else will come.
0: Well, yeah, that's what I said. Just go out and have fun. Uh, unfortunately, adults always uh, ruin things. But yeah, that that I had to play that for because I was like, wow. And but understandably, people get caught up in that. And, and I and, and I don't know. I guess maybe the last thing I would talk to you about is. is should we feel should we feel bad for them or no because there's some kids and parents that are really getting suckered
1: um for the kids absolutely because yeah because you know they're you know they're at the end of you know they're helpless they're kids they can't but they're going to talk back to their parents that's not going to end well (laughs) and they're told you know respect the elders and everyone has their best interest for them when they don't and like you said a little bit earlier like with all the research and stuff, some of the parents, like like it's one thing to legitimately not know and not do any research. You're going off the advice of people that you trust. But if you have like, if you have the tools and you chose, choose not to use them, then that's on you. Yes. And Google's a powerful tool.
0: It is. It's like, a very, very powerful tool. Yeah, but that's what it's a great segment. Coming up next... Talk a little bit of NFL, Combine, the Underwear Olympics. Um, Dan Campbell summed it up pretty good. Uh, also, uh, your thoughts. Uh, you might have your draft, your top six.
1: Yeah, mock draft 1.0. Now, this
0: doesn't include trades or nothing like that. You know, trades can really screw things up.
1: Yeah, and usually, well, we'll, we'll get to that after the break.
0: Yeah, that. You listen in to 88.3 three W T S After further review, review Make sure you check us out on SoundCloud, iTunes, at WSUT's After Further Review with a picture of Frank Bashner with the horse's head. He lost a bet. Great guy, always honors the bet. He's not here uh, this Saturday uh, morning because, well, his voice is out. Um, he said he didn't have a voice. But we're still moving along with the great show today, and uh, we'll be back after this with more After Further Review, 88.3 WXUT. I'm <music>